1: Ducky, 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 ducky. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very prestigious evening here on the program. Is it, of course, Lowell's Awards Night, an annual tradition? We are starting tonight. I am here with my co-host and presenter, Mr. Brian Hooper. How are we doing?
3: Good. It's it's an honor, really, isn't it, Pete?
1: It is an honor. I think sometimes we take it for granted. It is an honor to have this platform and be able to share with the community like this.
3: Mm-hmm. And these uh, these polls are definitive. Right, the, There's...
1: there is. I already saw people were demanding. Uh, Willis was already saying rigged voter fraud, and we need to shoot down these claims.
3: No, the the that's why we didn't use Twitter because we needed a secure poll because clearly we we're going to get hacked on this.
1: Yeah, we did need to address that right out of the gate. You know, a lot of big brains saying why wouldn't you just use the Twitter polling service Well, You know, Brian and I have grown distrustful of the Twitter platform. Brian, I know you've been actually exploring different social media sites even because of this.
3: That's right. Yeah, I'm the number one ranked uh, DFS player on Gitter right now. I have three followers. Yeah. Uh, But at least I'm number one, you know, somewhere.
1: This is a big day for me kind of learning more about my co-hosts and their other social media lives. I found out David Kitchen has like a thousand followers on the DraftKings uh, social media uh, part of the, the site. I had no idea.
3: What is the DraftKings social media part of the site? I don't even.
1: So the only reason I know it is because now that I've been getting all of these, uh, head to head invites, people have been sending me friend requests too. Yeah. And so if you click the friend request, you go over to this, uh, profile page or whatever, and it's mm. like they built out a social media site and I, I, I refuse to indulge it.
3: Oh, I I've have, I've have hundreds of those. I never, never over the years, never realized. I figured it was just so they could send me requests to join GPPs or something.
1: I think that's what it initially was, the like invite feature or friend feature. But then they built it out and actually created like a a social media feed for it. So who knows? We might be missing Mm. all kinds of good content. Maybe the the Chipotle brothers are like just shit posting over there all day.
3: Mm. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? (laughs)
1: yeah uh seriously i've literally brian says my friend request has been pending with pete since the summer i have not accepted a single friend request on DraftKings, and i never will
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) all i wanted your head-to-heads
1: yeah um brian why don't you kind of set the stage for people you know the the types of you don't have to get into the specifics we're going to go through each one but kind of what these awards are are supposed to encapsulate and kind of you know our philosophy on these um, well,
3: it definitely wasn't just something we made up and spent 15 minutes on today. That's no. for sure. We put a lot of time and effort into this um, and, you know, polled serious members of our Discord on what, you know, should be, you know, what should be up for a vote and what shouldn't. We do have two polls that I, we didn't even put up for a vote. They were so obvious. Um, but uh, yeah, we got, we got a bunch of different polls.
1: Yeah. Know, and, uh, uh, <laughs> do, you think, go. do you think? Do you think? Well, I have them all pulled up in tabs. I will say, if you guys didn't see the polls, I'll I'll actually post the thread right here in Twitter uh, or sorry in the YouTube chat. So if you want to quickly tab through those and rock your vote, um, we will be going through each of those tonight. I'll, I'll just quickly read uh, the categories. So we have DFS Player of the Year. Um, we have best DFS beef. We have best Top Shot purchase. Best DFS players to have a threesome with. Most devastating block of the year, Twitter block of the year. NFT project of the year. Best DFS podcast that doesn't include Lulz. Brian and I did indulge, and we do appear in some of these, uh, but Mm -hmm. this is a non-Lulz category. Best Lulz guest. We had some good guests this year. DFS sexiest man of the year. This one is hotly contested. And then, of course, a late poll entrant, the cash game grinder of the year, and this one might be a little controversial.
3: That's right. And I added another one after Lock, after DFS Lock. Uh, truth Conspiracy. Best Truth Conspiracy of the Year. Did that
1: one just it's, get uh, added?
3: It's it's yeah, I retweet I retweeted my original tweet.
1: Okay, I'll I'll add that one here uh to the mix. I I see it. Okay. Um excellent. So do you want to uh is there any should we just start with kind of the order that you posted them or I didn't put really them fine. in any special
3: way. I thought maybe we'd just you just you uh, go with your gut on what what what's going good with the flow. Some of them are more serious than others, so I don't know how you want to do it.
1: No, yeah, let's, we should let's probably start.
3: leave the uh, the best ones for the last, right? So DFS player of the year should be last, right?
1: uh no, I was actually going to think that one is first. Okay, <laughs> what what I, I don't care whatever. <laughs> so Brian, why don't you? How about this? I will say the category, and why don't you say the nominees and then i will i will reveal the winner with a screen share here so dfs player of the year brian i hand you the envelope
3: okay well I, let me pull up the
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys we forgot to do our dress rehearsal earlier
3: yeah we're like a little late all right wh- what's the first one
1: dfs player of the year we have four nominees
3: okay uh-huh bro um who shows up in another poll too, or another one of these by the way Uh, Should I give like
1: who who they are? Yeah, give it give a little just for people who aren't familiar with uh, some of these guys.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, bro. He he does. uh, I think I think he's done some awesome. He did a blender pod once. Um, He's on Twitter. You guys probably follow him. He's got like 5000 followers. He had just a massive year last year. Kind of. I don't know. Unknown out of the blue. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to insult anybody. We've talked about him on the show. Show before um awesome goes without saying right and yep. does that did that millie did he win the millie 2021 or 2022
1: what that would have been day. sunday which was af that was 2022 20
3: 2022 okay yeah but he might get he might get that uh that love and uh and pull away with it and then the i mean all these guys are or obvious big t obviously won a million this year Finished pretty strong, it looked like, from his tweets. And he tweets out his wins all the time. So you guys should be seeing everything he does. And then, of course, whistles go woo. Pete's best buddy. Uh, I don't know how many millies he won last year. Three?
1: Yeah. I mean, two, we have. Three? Did did Aha uh, uh-huh, Bro, did he win a milli?
3: I don't think so, but he won like a million hundred grand.
1: <laughs> yeah. So maybe he... You know, he if he wins ten hundred Ks, do we let him on the show? Is that how that works?
3: I guess we can make some exce- exceptions for those. Yeah. Um oh. he won out of he especially baseball. I I'm I'm trying to think, like I remember in 2016, I want to say, Sean Zahn, he works for Osmo now. He went on a run. It always seems like it's in baseball. Yeah. He went on a run that I remember like 100 k every other day, it seemed like. Um, and this one like dwarfed it and it's tough. To, it's tough. Cause a lot of times, like if I'm losing, I don't even look at who won. You know what I mean? I like <laughs> fuck these guys. <laughs> so I'm not paying co- total attention. Although this, these are the most definitive polls out there and binding for life. But, uh, yeah, so I, it's, this isn't scientific exactly, right.
1: but yeah. So he went off. drum roll, please. This is it. The winner of DFS player of the year is none other than whistles go woo. All right. Congratulations, you know, whistles. Yes. Go with ahead. With the
3: two polls we did that we weren't uh we weren't gonna do a poll because it was so obvious. The two awards, I was thinking this one too was almost there. I kind of figured he would uh he would rack it up.
1: Yeah. Uh also everyone just relax. There's lots of awards tonight. If maybe someone you're referencing uh hasn't been uh received or been nominated for an award, they probably will be nominated. So Frederick, just relax. We're going we got lots of awards to give out tonight.
3: Who's he talking about?
1: Uh mock, mock Lovin. He wondered why he wasn't DFS player of the year. So I just said, oh, hey, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. let's just chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's chill. I could put um, in there. Yeah. Uh so congratulations to Whistle Go Woo. Uh massive year, like you said, multi-millionaire makers, uh uh, uh TV show uh appearance on uh Let's Go and of course an appearance on Lowell's. I mean, those are kind of the holy triumvirate of DFS accomplishments, I would say.
3: Yeah, it's tough. Um, I mean, even if you throw Mark Lovin in there, I guess you could have put him in uh, as the fifth or for a uh-huh, or something like that. But I think Wizzes Goa was winning this, right? I mean.
1: Yeah. Uh, as Historical Anomaly says here in the chat, Lulz pulled whistles, whistles out of the shadows. Now he is a movie star. It is hard not to see the correlation from the Lulz bump for him.
3: The Lulz bump is big. <laughs> Yeah, He's got big. like 2000 Twitter followers and he hasn't even tweeted.
1: <laughs> it's true. I mean, if we look at, you know, we got people like chess is okay. Bursting onto the content scene. We have RBX 88, you know, crawling out from his orgies to join Twitter. And I, I attribute all of those to the lulls bump.
3: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. the Well, the ladies, I don't know. It just might be natural for, for Gio. This might be a natural occurrence.
1: Okay. Uh all our right. next one, I mean this one could literally be changed uh by votes. Uh that's how close this one is. Uh this is best DFS beef, Brian. Uh the nominees, please.
3: We got Osmo and Empire Maker. So everyone's we did we did like two shows on that one at least, right? Yeah. Uh that one was classic. You know, was that this year? Well, whatever. We're saying all these in this year. <laughs> and um uh they went i don't know they played was that this six? year
1: i can't even remember or was that last doesn't year? matter
3: <laughs> the beef carried over
1: <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> they uh they played like what six slates or ten slates of like of thunderdomes yeah uh, um i can't even remember how what's how what started that do you remember i think it was i don't know one of them started talking shit probably empire maker. i
1: think i think it had something to do with like best tournament player in the world stuff or like versus best dfs player in the world something like that i could be wrong i barely remember
3: empire maker would just challenge he'll play anybody in anything at minus 110 or something minus 120
1: yeah i can't remember i think th- i yeah
3: anyways that was that one uh empire maker did win that yep and, and during that same challenge as the next one where him and Rufus Peabody had one it was golf only. And then Rufus Peabody went to Las Vegas for a trip or something. And he didn't realize since he doesn't play DFS as much that you can't, that you can't edit your lineups in Vegas. And so he canceled the week and empire maker, like sick, the dogs on him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like threatening to try to ruin his life and everything. And then, uh, Oh, and then man, I, I forgot that. about
1: that one too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They, I suggested, to rufus like just get rid of the vig like because he was given a minus 110 or something or minus 120 yeah, yeah. I'm Like just say it it's even and just finish it out next two weeks or whatever and that's what they ended up doing um chess is okay and ricky d was from the show and twitter ricky d just talking shit about chess is okay basically
1: yeah um all right so uh and then the then the following one uh, you want to finish the nominees here?
3: Yeah. Fantasy cruncher Dave. If you guys are DFS knowledgeable at all, he like, he has a beef with someone every other time. So I felt like I have to, I have to throw FC Dave in there.
1: Well, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, Let's reveal best DFS beef. Does indeed go to FC Dave versus the world. And I don't even know what any of these beefs are. Uh but clearly uh he uh, just narrowly edged out Chess is okay and Ricky D, Osmo and Empire Maker. Chess is okay and Ricky D would have definitely been my vote. I'm kind of uh upset that the LOL's community uh didn't didn't hammer that one.
3: Yeah, I probably would've done uh, Osmo and Empire Maker. I thought that yeah. one was a really good one. Um uh, yeah. FC Dave, I think it's probably the number, the volume.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What is even the most recent one? I, someone said he was going after big T,
3: big T. Yep. That was the most recent one. Big T.
1: What was that even about? I
3: don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it's anyone who's, who's like, uh, has like, doesn't, doesn't like a, uh, an optimizer of a different company
1: or something like that. Okay.
3: I'm not, gotcha. I'm, honestly, I'm not sure. Maybe there's some, there's, there, there's probably more. To the story. I have no idea. It's okay.
1: Um, all right. Uh congratulations to FC Dave versus the world. Uh 408 votes for that one. You know, Travis here uh in the chat saying chess is okay versus Ricky D is too low key, way too many passive aggressive shots and a not enough full-on aggression. I would say there was some pretty good full-on aggression uh from Ricky D headed toward chess is okay's so way.
3: Not not FC Dave aggression, <laughs> right. Not, not, That's not, not he- Empire Maker aggression.
1: Those are different levels of Empire Maker
3: was like hiring Chinese trolls to try to ruin Rufus's life or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Our next category. Uh, and this feels so long ago because most of these were from the first half of the year, obviously. But we have the best top shot purchase, Brian. Of course, uh, this was even a hot topic of Lowell's conversation back in, you know, March and April. Why don't you read our three nominees here?
3: All right, uh, we got yeah three nominees: Bales, the Encode, John Morant, Osmos fifty, Lucas. Is that even? That might be a, a low. We
1: might, might not have, have done the full on reporting to figure out how many of those. Yeah, Osmos we're, we're
3: ballparking. Yes, and uh, of course our infamous live on stream purchase of uh, of uh, Nikola Jokic, which by the way is for sale. If you'd like to go and uh, purchase that, we do have it up on the marketplace over a top
1: it's shot. It's been listed for a little while, has not it? It's been listed for like a month. Or so. Yeah. We resisted uh I mean we 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 were we're up on it just relative to the floor to where we couldn't even tax harvest it, right?
3: Yeah, it's no, it's it's I think above value, yeah. no, it won't sell.
1: Well, so th- as clearly three <laughs> iconic top shot purchases and the winner is none other Oh, no. Nope, sorry, that's the wrong screen. That's still DFS beef. The winner is best top shot purchase. Goes to Pete and Brian's wow. Nikola Jokic. Congratulations yeah. to us. I mean, it. I think this is, you know, when you kind of put these in the frame of history, and so it's like, sure, Bales wrote that Substack post mm-hmm. that basically launched the Top Shot craze across the DFS community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it certainly deserves to be second, but I think you and I, you know, fractionally going in on that Jokic, you nine-tenths, me one-tenth of it, yeah. Um, I think that really was kind of the quintessential top shot purchase.
3: I agree. Yeah, I think they started that lucky trader after our purchase, after witnessing us make that yeah. purchase.
1: It actually the name is in reference to us, just kind of our fortune. Wow, those guys got lucky. <laughs> yeah, the, oh my okay. <laughs> and yeah. that
3: Jokits, do you remember that? They got lucky.
1: Hey, uh, and Osimo, of course, you know, very close there. I'm impressed that we had 29. Uh, there we can't forget Osmo going hard. Uh, my buddy Mike Sekarian, uh, was even telling me he was grinding some of the flash challenges in the marketplace. He couldn't help but notice, uh, Osmo was in there making a lot of the same transactions recently. So, Osmo is still deep in those top shot streets grinding.
3: You know, it's a good thing he won that Millie because that actually probably broke him even on the Luca top shot purchases.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, this poll actually did only have three um entrants, and so it was it was tough to leave out, you know, Jack Settlement and his crew buying the number twenty-three uh LeBron James. Um, but you can't be picky. I mean Brian, like once you start letting that in, then this there's 20 entrants on here, right? That's true, yeah.
3: He would have taken away from the others anyways, you know. Like I think not so not else.
1: All right. This one, Brian, the best DFS player to have. threesome with and i don't even know if you should reveal all the entrance for this one
3: (laughs) yeah there's no point so go ahead
1: i do feel like rbx 88 could have been included on this oh my god yeah i think that's our only mix but we have a runaway uh a runaway landslide in favor of literally anyone other than mock lovin
3: see i think this is I think Mark Lovin's the clear answer here.
1: He is because he's a tender lover. Who's going to help you make money lots, in these high stakes. Three man's
3: lots of money. Very good at three man's. And, um, do uh, I watch uh, red letter media. I think I t- told you about yeah, that yeah. before the YouTube channel where they review movies and Mike on there has this line, like movies in the eighties and nineties had like their directors when they would have like a buddy comedy like two dudes, he said like they would give one of the characters a, a case of the not gays, right? <laughs> like because like they don't want – you know, if it's like questionable, they'll like throw in some awkward scene of the guy like, oh, man, I had sex with all those girls. I'm not gay. You know, like so he says they write in like case of the not gays. So like the, you know, the the the, the audience was like just just in case you guys were worried about it. I think the DFS bros have a case of the not gays. They couldn't vote. I, I see. Lovin, I see what yeah. you're saying. Yes. You're yeah.
1: saying that people got a, a little squirmish to admit that he would be the best player. I mean, I think everyone just needs to get their mind out of the gutter. This clearly is in reference to three man contests on DraftKings. Um I thought threesome, Menage a Trois, three man's. I thought those were all kind of synonymous with each other. They are. Um, congratulations though. Uh and you know, Mock in second place finish. There isn't anything to uh I in in three man's Brian, is a second place finish good? Uh well, not really. Okay. All right. So uh sorry about that, MocLovin. But however, if he was colluding with literally anyone else, then being second in a three man would be good, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He, c- he so, could have rigged it. He needed someone else in the poll.
1: He probably took this link to the to the underground, probably DraftKings social media site and was whipping up some votes. We should
3: have thrown RBX in, you're right. I, I don't know what the uh, RBX probably would have ran away with. No, see, because they have a case within that case. I still think <laughs> literally anyone else would have won.
1: Um. All right, our next poll, and this mm-hmm. was only uh, a two-horse race, uh, the most devastating block of the year, Twitter block of the year. Not This isn't another Top Shot moment. Uh, Brian, who are our nominees?
3: Yeah, Vegas Dave blocking me and Randone blocking Pete.
1: This is right. And um, I hate to say it, Brian, but my friend Chris Randone blocking me on Twitter after we had such a fruitful online relationship did run away with this one. I think just because it was a little bit more publicized uh, than yours, but two vicious blocks. But I think what's nice about this, Brian, is that we were able to kind of work together to see the tweets. You know, I could show you Vegas Dave tweets. You would show me Randone tweets and together it's like we didn't miss anything
3: yeah, I, I think it's hurt our relationship a little bit. mine and vase Dave's honestly. Mm-hmm. um, but I'm still hoping one day he'll he'll unblock me.
1: yeah, I uh, I'm kind of you I had um something happen on Sunday that made me think I might be closer to a randon unblocking. and that is uh Tanner uh, of Jade and Tanner uh, Tolbert. He mm-hmm. followed me on Twitter on Sunday. I imagine it was because I think he was in the finals of a DK. Oh,
3: that's right. best
1: ball. And maybe he felt kind of a kinship with me as just kind of best ball, bros sweating it out on Sunday.
3: That that's probably it. And he probably has no idea that Randone block you from making jokes about him.
1: Yeah. And so I am, I'm hopeful that, you know, we can maintain this relationship despite you know, kind of a controversial thing between some of our mutuals and Randone. Um, it also I do think it's our journalistic duty to mention that uh DeFi Rangers the Randone NFT project was officially deemed uh, a rug by the community and that Randone is nowhere to be found uh with that project and that money.
3: Oh, okay. I saw yeah. I saw a tweet in Discord on that. Uh so like what does that mean? Like I think it you... basically
1: these the, it, the reason it's a rug is because people promise roadmaps and that you're going to keep developing the project and do all these things to continuously bring value to the project. And then if you just ghost, um, then the project uh, has no legs. Now, some would argue that the project had no legs to begin with, but um, some people thought it did, apparently.
3: How can you walk away with money? I don't understand that. What do you mean? Well, because like, don't you just make the NFTs and sell them and then whatever people buy, they buy like.
1: Right, but people are often buying based on the promise of the team growing it and making them worth more long-term. Okay, so the
3: money you made off of it, you you should reinvest is what they're saying.
1: Yeah. A lot of teams, all you know, right. put back into the community and, you know, do, gotcha. whether they're doing airdrops, you know, board apes is giving people mutant apes and other dogs and all this I stuff. I got so. you. I got you.
3: That, I mean, I see what they're, I see what their point of view. Cause I'm picturing like you send someone money for this product and it never comes, you know, like in real yeah. life. And right. it's just like, Oh, that was just a complete scam. Like, or right. like those movie ones that happen on. Go fund me. Like they send them hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah. make a movie. They just never make the movie. Like that's yeah. a fucking straight up rugging. But I guess if it's, if the, whatever the status quo is like you would reinvest this shit.
1: That's right. And that actually brings us to a, a very nice segue to our next uh, award here, which is the NFT project of the year. Brian, the nominees.
3: Well, okay. Crypto Rangers, I guess, slash DeFi
1: Rangers? Yeah, I thought it was Crypto Rangers. And then that tweet that came through, it looked like it was DeFi Rangers. Um, maybe they I'm had sure a branding pivot. That,
3: that used to be, I'm pretty sure it used to be Crypto Rangers. You know, uh, uh, Osmo was watching in my channel. Do you still have one of those, Alex? What, what did you buy, DeFi Ranger or Crypto Ranger? And then the Saccoins a man's coin. Wow, uh, shout out to man's. the And then Lazy Lions, of course and the lazy and there can't lions there can be any other nominees these are clearly the three to definitive top these coins of 2021
1: these are all special projects um they have a special heart, uh, place in a lot of the dfs communities heart and the winner pete manzanelli congratulations you wow. did beat out both crypto rangers and lazy lions this was a landslide uh for man's coin here
3: yeah actually i, I was thinking like um the ironic vote might get you, but not even close
1: I yeah, I mean I probably would have voted for Lazy Lions. Um I think yeah, I, that's I, a, I voted
3: for Crypto Rangers.
1: Crypto Rangers. Yeah, roars not mm-hmm. floors there for the Lions. But I will say Man's Coin uh predates both of these projects. Um and so maybe that kind of first mover lindy effect um was big here.
3: Congratulations, Man's.
1: Yeah. Uh I will be sure to he's he's somewhere in a hot tub with with multiple uh ladies uh right now. Maybe with Machlovin, who knows um yeah thank god it wasn't a legit twitter poll that this would have been botted and brian and i actually considered this when we were debating how to do it we wanted there to be a level of effort for people who really cared wouldn't you say that was the thesis brian
3: yeah that and i didn't want to retype everything
1: (laughs) that too all right this is a fun one well there was was there, was there, uh, did you add splash play to best DFS podcast after the fact?
3: I, I, I did. I did a couple of ads too. Alex is in my, uh, my chat. He says, I'm still, still got my YOLO DeFi Ranger.
1: That's hot. I mean, hold on okay. to that. I mean, that might be, you know, it might be like a crypto punk artifact in a while. You know, the first of its kind, the first yeah, crypto ranger now. NFT. Yeah, hold now. All right, Brian, why don't you uh, read the nominees for best DFS podcast? And this is a an exhaustive list of all the best DFS podcasts.
3: Is, yeah, the only ones out there, really. The take cast. the Takecast, which I was on two weeks ago, I think, three weeks ago. The Theory of DFS. The Theory of DFS. <laughs> do, do do your blender. I don't know. Just vote for whoever you
1: want. I don't care uh two board
3: experience and splash play
1: splash play wow i'm feeling you know lots of friends of the show here of course um and the toughest scene here i think is for uh take cast um but the winner the runaway winner we all stand on the shoulders of a giant in soccer dave the swole cast wins here 40 the theory of dfs with a nice showing of thirty one percent,
3: he um, he retweeted that too. Couldn't pull it out. Uh, I'm kind of surprised. A little surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the thing you know, theory of DFS, they normally release kind of uh, retrospective on the week before, kind of like looking back. I think the first, you know, the Swolcast is kind of the first first look show in the industry, kind of upcoming look at the slate. I think, I think that's just always going to be you know, monumental for people. And I understand why, why it's up there. Okay. Yeah. Not, not a
3: fan personally, but you know, okay, no, kidding.
1: That's fine. I mean, it's, you know, we, we all need to remain objective with these polls. If, if anything, uh, that's all we have is our objectivity. I voted for the take
3: cast. I vote, for, I only vote for podcasts that I appear on.
1: Yeah. I bet I could. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you could have filled in for Tuttle today on the swole cast.
3: Oh, we, uh, Tuttle wasn't there,
1: huh? No, he wasn't. He's sick. He's sick, so he ran a three-man mock levin. We should have invited. Um, all right.
3: Oh, I I speaking of which, I did invite him, Mach Levin, on Lull's official request through DM. He's not he's not on Twitter a ton, it looks like. Yeah. So he still hasn't responded. I'm holding out a little bit of hope. Uh, but like what podcast? You know, if he wants to, like, what, po- what better podcast would there be to go on and talk, talk to somebody?
1: Yeah. I mean, cause he, he's not going to, he's not just going to slide onto a show and tout. I mean, this is, we're going to provide him a platform to come and talk about, uh, you know, whatever he wants and maybe a few questions that we have.
3: Yeah. Would but you I mean, say I like, mm-hmm.
1: sentiment is pretty, I mean, when I read through tweets, people are pretty angry about mock love
3: Right. And so if he has a desire to, you know, uh, put up a an argument, where else is, where else could he go? And I'm like, I'm not, we're not looking to like get him or anything. So I honestly think it'd be a good spot for him to, to come and talk. Did you see like the Polk's? podcast i don't know couple again he had a uh, couple ago he had dan bilzerian on
1: i listened to that one on uh, on mm. my plane ride back that's the i had finally gotten back to listening to some of those polk ones the the bilzerian one was awkward
3: <laughs> yeah what what did you what did you think besides it was awkward like what do you think about the whole the, you have any well, other thoughts on it
1: i mean it was just like he was i, I the reason it was awkward is just because they kept arguing about the same thing you know it was like he kept dancing around. He kept using the one example of how Polk like edited him in that video. And that's why he was mad at him instead of Polk's like, okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. Now answer the actual question about how you got your buddy. And so it just took so long to get to any kind of meat or anything interesting there. And mm. every time Polk would kind of, you know, drill down on him on a specific question like, oh, you made X amount of money playing online. And then he just like reference one month on Bodog. Yeah. You know, it was like, he, he didn't come across as believable. That's for sure.
3: Yeah. And I doubt anyone has the full hand history of Bodog back then. They yeah. weren't very easy to get, like even for yourself, much less of everybody. Um, I actually thought he was pretty defended himself pretty good. You did. Bilzerian. I, I don't know. He kind of convinced me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where he would get that initial money. Yeah. That's still in question. Like he says poker okay fine but like once he has that then the rest of the story to me makes sense like that they thought it was a trust fund kid he played it up got into some games against beal or whoever else these guys are and isn't yeah. isn't isn't j mac isn't his father-in-law beal yeah
1: yeah i'm pretty sure
3: j mac would find out the truth on this <laughs> on, band- uh... hey hey father-in-law did you lose 30 million dollars to Dan area <laughs>
1: I will just say, I, I agree with you with that take, like once you have money, like getting access to those kind of games and just how he presented himself, I could see how he would be a guy that people wanted to play with. Um, but his whole thing about like, well, how would my dad give me money? You know, it's all locked up in, you know, the trust fund stuff. Like I didn't buy that, that there's no other loopholes for a parent to give their child money. Well,
3: but I, I don't buy that if you're just going, is there other loopholes? Yes, there is but probabilistically i kind of do buy it it's not that easy to give someone 5 million dollars like if you're in a position where you really don't want that kind of scrutiny i mean i and i so i kind of i kind of believe that too um or at least i mean i'm not sure if i want to say i believe anything here i'm just saying like he definitely swayed me more than i just thought it was obviously everyone knew he was some rich kid and maybe he got lucky here or there but that's where he got his money now i'm not so sure um, but yeah, even that wasn't that bad other I think the one thing that was, it wasn't like concerning on whether he got his money from his dad. It was just when he asked him, he kind of changed the subject and he's like, do you have any regrets? Do you remember that part? Uh, like, do, you have, yes. <laughs> do you have any regrets? And he couldn't think of any regrets and goes into the spiel about how he thinks he's going to be a billionaire by the end of next year or something like that.
1: Yeah. He's and like, just, also, just like, to let you know
3: on the question of how, do you have any regrets? Your answer was talking about you becoming a billionaire.
1: I wish, uh, I wish Polk would have pressed him too on, like, you know, there's been multiple articles too about how his weed company or whatever, what's it called, Ignite, uh, um, yeah. how that they were bankrupt and he had basically blown through all of their investor funds, just living yeah. his lavish lifestyle and all that stuff.
3: Right. Yeah. He didn't touch on that, but doesn't he still have that? And that's the company he thinks going to be worth a billion dollars.
1: I guess. No, was I think he's had event? that for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So maybe that's yeah. what, I mean, he, sh- yeah, he definitely, it would have been interesting to, to hear that answers to that. But I mean, I guess he's saying, oh no, 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 we're going to be a billion. He answers it but I go, no, we're going to be a billion dollar company next year. So yeah. like, it doesn't matter. No, but then really in the
1: not- same yeah. in the same breath, he's talking about how hard it is for a big weed company to scale. He's like, you know, you know, the black market, they don't have to pay any taxes, their shit is better because it doesn't have to be, you know, regulated and tested and all this. It's like, okay, yeah, this sounds like we're on a billion dollar trajectory here. <laughs> and the
3: thing, the thing with the regrets the regrets answer to like, even there, I don't know why I'm defending this guy. <laughs> like we're just like being charitable to him. But even that I'm thinking like, maybe people like him, like they just seriously don't think about it. Like I was listening to this Lex Friedman, Elon Musk podcast the other day. And Lex asked them asked Elon, um, uh, what was the question? He asked him, um, Oh uh, God, what was it? Oh, I can't remember what it was, something like, like, what is like the, how do you get through hard times or something like that? I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was. And he like sat there in silence for like 20 seconds. And he's like, I don't think that way. Like, I don't have an answer for it. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I wish I remember the question. Cause it would make, it would make more sense. Like maybe some people just like, they like, Oh, I never think in regrets. And that's why I'm successful. I mean, not him specifically or whatever, but like, even there, I could kind of see that answer, like kind of making sense. Like if he was like Elon thought like, people think of him like Elon. Well, like a lot of people, I know a lot of people hate Elon. Like you give him the benefit of the doubt, but you don't give somebody else. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's also like, if, if he really is all that successful and whatever, like he, he shouldn't care what, what Doug Polk thinks, you know, like he really, really cares you could tell yeah. how like offended he was i mean he was literally getting upset about how he like edited a video to show him mumbling like he was very upset about that it's like dude you're you're bill, a, you're a future billionaire like wh- why do you give a shit about this
3: yeah i mean but hey, i <laughs> no i like on, i like you
1: It's fun for me i mean
3: even the way he approached that, i think was fine he's like listen you sent a text that was a little Shady, like, I guess Bill Perkins sent him a text and he wasn't supposed to say it live, like, because it's a private yeah. correspondence between somebody yeah. else. But leaving that aside, he's like, listen, this is what you said. I will bet a private arbitrator that th- they don't say this is true. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, he's ha- and like, I, get, I can understand why. Like, OK, you just made all the my peers hate me and think I'm a dumbass and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Like if like everyone at DFS started turning on me in poker, I'd be like, well that kind of sucks, you know what I mean? Like and he's a and it is part of his persona. It probably costs him millions See- of dollars.
1: But he can't have his cake and eat it too. Cause another line he had in that show, he's like, Yeah, part of my whole reason for getting famous is I just thought it'd be funny to like see how much I could push it, like see how far I could take like being famous just on this lifestyle. So it's like, oh yeah, this is just some like throwaway persona thing. I wanted to see how far I could run it off. But also I deeply care so much about what, what you guys say about me. It just doesn't all line up for me.
3: Well, I mean, you can you can be a person who has kind of lives with a couple contradictions. <laughs> of course you can't. Yeah. I mean, you can't be he, just, he, like pure logic on every single thing. I mean, that there. I mean, like he. I think it's okay to be like, no, I started this as a fucking uh, a, a goof, and you know the thing you did it made me look bad in front of people I actually uh, respect, and it cost me millions of dollars. And by the way, this thing you sent, Bill's bullshit, and I'll bet you a million dollars he's not really a good talker, or no. speaker, or defender of his. Uh, he didn't get upset really. You know, like he seems like the type of guy like if you were if he was in front of you, he would be way more animated than that and be like, okay get this guy away from me. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I will give him credit for doing the podcast, because yeah. to me, it's a zero zero upside for him. Only downside. I was just going to say how
3: he can't win. No. I mean, like because he's, he's like, I'll bet you a million dollars. I'll show you the bank account. Here's the logic behind these things. And no one's probably still believes him.
1: No. And also that's the dumbest bet. Like we'll get an arbitrator to like bet a million dollars on whether this checks out. I was like, yeah, okay, this bet doesn't add up. Anyways. All right. We, yeah. uh, we had a Dan Bilzerian halftime show for the 2021, <laughs> uh, Lulz awards. We are going to transition. We have four more polls here, the best Lowell's guest. And, uh, I will say, uh, unironically, uh, we, we had some awesome guests this year, had a lot of fun, uh, you know, getting to know some of these guys that don't have as big of a footprint, online and on Twitter. So Brian, the nominees.
3: So the nominees before I I say them all, uh, Patty's watching the show. I did do the, redo the poll and I had Patty in there and I sent the wrong one on Twitter. So, sorry. Okay. chess is okay. Whistles go woo and Ricky D
1: Ricky D. All right, folks. And the winner here is I, I um, am, I guess I might be, I agree with this vote, but I was a little surprised. I thought whistles might win it, but chess is Okay runs away with it here at 47%. Um, I agree with this take because chess is okay. Was such a mystery and he came on so hot, right? Like he just came out guns a blazing. Like we were kind of stunned that he came out just going after people so quickly. And I think it made it uh, a very interesting revelatory uh, podcast.
3: I voted chess. I agree. If I think you just said, "Yeah, it was because especially the end, because he loosened up too throughout the hour, and like at the end, he's just I'm like, okay, give us some more. <laughs> give us some. I'm just going down the the, the 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 DFS rankings, and he's just giving fucking hot take after hot take. Whistles go, woo. I I'm surp- I'm kind of surprised because you DM'd him. No, you you no. found his we found, found his email on. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, it was someone in the chat that episode a couple of weeks before where we were talking about him and someone started doing some sleuthing online and found his adjunct professor email. Uh, And so I then just tried to take a stab and I just cold emailed him from my personal account. And he was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it.
3: And uh, yeah. And so like the whole thing was totally random. And then Um, you know, but his appearance wasn't that great. He was very, and for me, it was very stiff, but then I started grilling him and stuff. I thought people, and a lot of people responded to that. So I thought he easily could have won, but people love Ricky, Ricky D too. Like we had a lot of views for that one.
1: My thing with Ricky D is he, it was hard for his episode by itself to just stand out on its own. But Ricky D, like if we were to ever add a third co-host to this show, I could see it being like Ricky D. Mm, I feel like he's just like a natural fit like when we had whistles on we were having to do interviewing when we had chess is okay on we were just sitting back and letting chess talk when we had ricky yeah. d on we had an actual conversation
3: that's true yeah and, and petty too actually
1: of course yeah and so uh I, I am glad that ricky got some votes here i think he's a he's a perfect fit for this show and uh and because everyone's kind of takeaway memory from the whistles go woo and even mine is really nothing that whistle said it was more you grilling him to me that was the the best part of that interview
3: yeah yeah that, that one was uh that was a classic
1: um all right congratulations to chess is okay on your big victory there next up ooh, i am excited about this one in this one i don't use the term hotly contested lightly here the DFS is. <laughs> sexiest man of the year award. Brian, we probably should have had some photos to accompany this, but the nominees, please. Uh
3: Alex Baker, aka Awesome, been working out a lot. I don't know if you guys been been uh, uh simping on his uh tweets, but he's been working out. On that Soccer Dave, he did some modeling this year. I don't know if you remember that. Uh RBX88, um he has so much sex. He misses entire slates.
1: <laughs> it is true. And, uh, like I said, all three of these, uh, sexy men earned at least 30% of the vote. Ultimately, however, it is none other than Mr. Alex Baker, wow. your sexiest man of the year. Congratulations, Alex. Wow. Well, deserved. congratulations. Yeah.
3: He said in my chat that, uh, remember we, we have feelings too. So you should feel fine now, Alex, you, uh,
1: what did he you, say? You Robots won, have buddy. feelings too.
3: Um, I just saw this too. It was soccer. Dave made a little comeback since the, when I saw it later,
1: I wonder if soccer Dave started, uh, going around and uh, he, needed
3: to t- he needed to retweet it.
1: He did. Yeah. Uh, this one is very close. I, I think all of these guys are worthy contenders. Osimo, I think probably puts himself out there the most demonstrating his sexiness. We've gotten lots of push-up videos, um lots of kind of selfies with the dumbbell. And so I think he kind of really solidified that. Soccer Dave had a stretch there where he was doing a lot of gym selfie content. I think if he would have continued that over the course of the year, he probably would have won it, but he kind of yeah. fell off. And then RBX88 he shines so bright, um, but he also just hasn't been around kind of flaunting it. I mean, not on Twitter to really get this out there.
3: I think it and this is also kind of a flawed poll because we don't have a large female audience. Mm. And I think if we had more female followers, RBX 88, especially Venezuelan females, as <laughs> he's mentioned on our show before, he would have just walked away with this one.
1: Yeah. Um RBX88 famously uh before uh just recently when he created a Twitter account, he was only on Instagram. He used to DM me on Instagram asking to come on the show. Uh and now he's on Twitter, uh, you know, trolling DraftKings for their DFS, you know, NBA pricing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's
3: fitting right in. We got we got two, we got two polls left.
1: Yeah. Um, let's do, you know, we're gonna do we're gonna do this one first, save the conspiracy theory one for last. Um All right. This one was a late entrant. I, I forget who suggested this one, Brian, but it is a Cash Game Grinder of the Year. Only two entries here.
3: By popular demand, yeah. Peter Overzet and Adam Levitan.
1: All right. Uh, you know, Adam Levitan, of course, you know, a titan of DFS industry and Cash Games has been writing and talking about it for literally years. Uh, me, I've <laughs> played cash games uh, for one and a half weeks in my entire life. And I am proud to say, folks, the cash game king is here. Wow. The cash game grinder of the year. And now I think, Brian, the fine print that you probably should clarify is, is this for 2021 or 2022? Because I did start building my shell for week 18 in 2021. Mentally. The, these
3: awards are all for 2021. So okay. you're the front runner for 2022 as well.
1: Okay, good. I, I would hope that I would. And I guess, man, you know what? This is such a tricky limbo because last year Cash Game Week was week 17. This year we get the extra week that put, although I believe last year Cash Game Week was still in the new year. So I think I get those, get to bank those points from last January.
3: I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is democracy in action, Pete. So yeah. uh, you win. It's over.
1: Uh so Frederick asked, how many head-to-heads am I up to on DraftKings? I have 92 different head-to-head invites that I've received. You can send them to me at RevertZtop. The link is in my Twitter bio. Um, I have them all over the map from $1, uh, even free ones. If, even if you just want a money-free sweat, feel free to send it. I have uh, all the way up to $100 head-to-head games for this week. Uh, and uh, I appreciate this award, Brian. It really is an honor for me. Well,
3: you, well, it's, uh, deserved to be what, um, what was your total last year? How many had, how much?
1: Yeah. I know my total that I got down was like $4,500 total. And I don't remember the actual number of head to heads.
3: You could probably go to your, like one of your last show yeah. shows you did last year and see, be interesting to see if you, if you get more this year and last year.
1: I think I'm on a good pace. Um, you know, I still have, so today's Wednesday, I'll have tomorrow. Friday, I'm doing my show with Derek Carty, um, you know, the man behind the Blitz projection system. He's going to get me on the straight and narrow. So I, I still have a few days, you know, I think on this pace I'm on, I would be happy if I could hit 5K in, I, in head-to-head I, action.
3: I wish you would have said Cardi when we were in Discord because we could have definitely done a poll with Cardi and some... Or also too, like best projection site, best DFS site. Why not? You know?
1: There you go. Well, you know, Brian, we put this together uh very last minute. So you can't you can't fault oh, yeah. us. You guys um,
3: should just be happy. <laughs> this is as good as it got.
1: All right. Uh this is this is probably my favorite one. This is was a late entrant here. It actually didn't get a ton of votes. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm actually gonna put this direct link. In the chat right now, because I think we need okay. some more votes. It's only at 71 votes. But Brian, why don't you set it up while people get their votes in? The best DFS truth slash conspiracy theory.
3: Okay. The The first choice is WGW equals Fed, which is whistles go woo is a Fed. That is a rumor someone started. Or maybe it's true. Who knows? Uh, number two, Alex Baker is an android. not a robot an android number three alex bakers from planet zorkon b and lastly chess is okay puts in 80 hours a week
1: um you know these are one thing i'm noticing about these is the chess is okay one that was he he said that one on the podcast it was something that was discussed um around the internet a good bit the other ones brian I believe they were all concocted by you.
3: Uh, I can't remember. I th- I think some of them might've been.
1: Okay. Uh, you know, th- that's fair. You know, maybe these appeared somewhere else and I just missed it. I, I just feel like I heard you talking about, it. and also, do you think it's too much Alex Baker on the best conspiracy theory poll that he gets two spots?
3: Well, the way I figured it is, then one of them's probably true.
1: Ooh, okay. One so one of them this is a
3: like conspiracy because there's two of them.
1: This is like when I would take, you know, the SAT test and you're actually just trying to figure out kind of like the proctor's thought process behind the question more so than the actual answer itself.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, well I guess uh, you can
3: be an android from planet Zorcon B.
1: <laughs> well, the winner uh, Alex Baker kind of canceled himself out there, and chess is okay. Absolute landside here. Uh, puts in eighty hours a week. That was a hot topic of conversation and a go-to joke in the DFS sphere the- these days.
3: It's still going hot, apparently. You know who talks about it a lot is uh, Lafayette. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Show. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he mentioned about-
1: he. He mentioned what? it to me on on the contrary on
3: Friday. Yeah. <laughs> he did, yeah. I he think on one it. I did. I think he the second one I did this year, he mentioned it. Yeah, he talked, he does it a lot. And by the way, the uh uh who who's pet petty, I think, told me like, no, no, that's probably right. Steve Buzzard told me, No, that's probably right. That's what they do. So yeah. Okay.
1: There you go. 80, 80 hours a week. Um, yeah. Someone asked me on Twitter for my cash game preparation, uh, if I was going to be near 80 and I'm actually looking to get in about one hundred and sixty this week. Wow. Um, how many hours in a week? Let me do the math on that. So 24 <laughs> times seven, 168. So yeah. Um, about eight hours off, um, you know, basically an hour and what would that be about? Eight minutes of sleep, uh, a night or something. Um, and otherwise I'm going to be just kind of grinding my cash game shell.
3: That's why you were voted number one, Pete. I have uh, a comment in my, sh- I can't even pronounce it. Shoe pre Minka doom. Where did Pete get that jacket fire AF?
1: <laughs> what? by my, my hoodie. It's is that an, a hoodie? Is, is that what you're asking? It's available in the store. We got the link down below. You can get it in the merch. We got cash game King mug. We got a, Please Scoop Me Bro shirt. And we got a <laughs> Cash Game King hoodie. Get get comfy. There you go. There you go, guy. Let me see. I think I had, I thought there was maybe a couple others that I had written down um, that didn't make it into the polls. Tweet of the year, I thought was Dave Kluge doing, um, calling the Philadelphia PD to find oh, out about God. DeAndre Swift.
3: That would have been a good one. Yeah. Tweet of the year. That's up there.
1: Yeah. Does anyone one else is have like, a good
3: one? See, this is the problem is we did this so fast, like we couldn't get any feedback, but I bet there's some good.
1: good if yeah. it was last year, the Randone like pandemic, just have the girl send you a photo of them listening to a podcast oh, or reading oh, a book. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. That was a really uh, good one. Guys, we're trying to do a, an award show right now. And you guys are <laughs> peppering Brian for ownership projections.
3: <laughs> it's up on my site. If you're really interested, that is a counter. Brick75.com. brick 75 there you free go free charge
1: free. um I have no that, idea i had phrase of the year uh let's go or don't do me bro
3: oh i forgot i should have i would have done that one. i was going back through the comments i forgot about that one no no, no uh I, don't I, do me bro let's go yeah don't do me, bro. definitely one beat anything probably but yeah what, what other
1: ones are there uh coin of the year shiba coin
3: I mean, Shiba should definitely win Coin of the Year. What if you put that yeah. up there? Doge, Shiba,
1: Bitcoin, Bitcoin, and-
3: Ethereum. Sure, or Solana or something.
1: I, I think Shiba runs away with it. Um, Let's see here. Uh, hobby of the Year, Naked Yoga, or Fishing with Fish Gloves.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we shut that shit down, by the way, because I Googled Naked Yoga recently, and I didn't see any. Really? You, <laughs> I think they you pulled it all out. Do yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I think those were some of the I had already done. I had my the Nature Is Healing award, which was Tanner Tolbert following me on Twitter. Um, I think we I think we hit 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 most of them there. What What a year, Brian. I feel like you got a DM Tanner eventually. Yeah. Um, I would. I would see if the come on.
3: Yeah. We we hit. Well, we had two that we didn't put a poll up for uh NFT bro of the year and
1: Frederick you're really outing yourself as someone who hasn't been watching these shows this year. Please go back and watch uh Naked Yoga and Fish Gloves episode.
3: Manly manly men do. Expert <laughs> anglers. Frederick.
1: <sighs> yeah, oh yeah, Willis said poodle would be included in the coins. See, I didn't even know I didn't even know what that reference is, honestly. Poodle was um Poodle was the one that Bales was in, probably like in the spring. Uh, I was even in a Poodle Telegram chat at one point, um, and they were trying to capture kind of the Dogecoin magic in that Shiba oh. actually was able to kind of capitalize on. Hmm. Um, Brian, we have someone in the chat saying that your website is expired. Could this be? Could I don't think be? so. Let me go.
3: No, I, I don't think so because I'm
1: on it right now. Okay, thank you. No,
3: it's working fine. Come Here, on, buddy. I'll, I'll fucking look it up for you. <laughs>
1: Look at, there you go. No, he was Hovland. this. There you go. Victor Hovland. 21.5%. 21. 21. 21. There you go.
3: Um. Oh, and then uh, shout out to, uh-huh, bro. I got his, I spelled his name wrong. He, he showed me on, on Twitter. We, we were going to do, um, uh, what was the, what was the title? So you can't like do rookie of the year. Like that would be an obvious one, right? Like DFS rookie there. But like, yeah. who knows when someone started.
1: Cause it's, it's more, it's more by feel, right? It's when someone yeah. burst on the scene, because even what was it last year was whistles kind of the one who burst onto the scene.
3: Yeah. Because like before he won that, the, the 2.5 million or whatever, um, he really wasn't winning that much. And like he lost his first year, he said, um, and then you can't do most improve because that's the same problem as rookie. Oh, I'm sorry, comeback. And so I was thinking, well, most improve, but that's even hard. But, anyways, it would have been uh huh, bro, by a landslide for anyone who's paying attention. And also on some of these polls, like there's only so many people paying that close attention to this stuff. Yeah. And NFT, uh, bro, we were going to give to Bales, Bales
1: obviously. Bales did lose out on top shot purchase of the year, but right. I think he would have gotten his due with uh, NFT bro of the year. The substack article, lucky trader, uh, big year for Bales, uh, moving NFTs to the DFS masses.
3: Yeah, we, we went, uh, as we often do, devolves into bits instead of doing serious, a serious uh, pull.
1: Yes. Um, but what I really, I think the, the winners, the real winners, Brian are the Lowell's audience audience of the year. I know we didn't put up to a poll, but I, I am giving them audience of the year.
3: Uh, I think Alex, I think Alex, <laughs> he wins a million and then wins the sexiest DFS player of the year, in less than a week.
1: It is pretty good. Andy got married. He got married. I mean, just got a, married. Huge year, yeah. a huge year for Alex. Uh, we got to get Alex back on now that he did uh, finally win a Millie maker. That's right.
3: Yeah, we should bring them on. We had another idea too. Mach and we want to do this this one we had. Oh, another, I wanted to invite a poker player on too. We'll we'll see if that
1: happens. Yeah. Uh excited for LOLs in 2022. Thank you guys as always for hanging out with us on Wednesday nights. Please subscribe to uh either of our channels, wherever you're watching. We'll have the audio version up later tonight. Brian, any final words?
3: Uh follow me on Gitter. Uh, number one ranked DFS player on getter. I have four followers now. Awesome. At Brian Hooper.
1: Yeah. And, um, only send me invites, uh, head to head invites on DraftKings, not friend requests. Please make sure you're making the correct distinction for Brian Hooper. I'm Peter Overzet. Have a great new year.